0: open up for public comment. Uh, next person on the list is Carrie Johnston. Carrie? I, I wasn't first
1: because I'm stunned with what I've heard. Um, am I allowed to use that screen? Uh, no. no. Okay. Right. Um, I guess one of my first questions to the council people is did you get, uh, I submitted a letter from my daughter's uh, physician. And <clears throat> I was going to speak about the differences in all the courts that are around, such as the Academy and, and uh, Waveland and the high school and all that, because it's amazing how many courts they're proposing for such a small school, 122 children or there, girls. And uh, it it gets revealed later on that, in fact, they're renting out the property. That's how it gets justified. But it's at our expense. And I I can tell you, after listening to all this and Kathy's um, dissertation, I I am really angry now. I am not for this. And what I can't show you, but uh, there was the letter that I provided. My daughter was in a horrible car accident in 2016. Had many orthopedic frac- uh, fractures. She, uh, the worst of her injuries was a traumatic brain injury. She was down. She was uh, from Stanford after two months to RIC in Chicago, which is Rehabilitation Institute of Chicago, and they are the top brain injury trauma uh, facility in the world. So she spent uh, <clears throat> many months in in house and then was part of their program um, outside of that for a couple years. She is still recovering. And uh, her neurosurgeon speaks to this. This whole project will not be good for her uh, continued rehabilitation. Uh, We moved there because it was quiet, it was peaceful, it was a comfortable neighborhood that she could manage, very, very friendly people, and this is just beyond egregious in my mind it, it it I am very disgusted by it because this doesn't need to happen in this location they have got plenty of property it can all go forward to the west and be contained like a sports corridor with parking that exists and leave the peaceful neighborhood which was not really calculated listening to Kathy uh, tonight I mean I heard uh, you know Where's the flexibility for us? I don't see any. Uh, Working with your neighbors. Whitelins has not worked with us. We had one little get together and that's it. Nobody has called any of us and asked us what we think about screening, or what we think about the layout, or how many courts, nothing. And uh, there seems to be a big bias here. And I think it's very unsettling considering none of you live in Northmore, specifically on Highview Terrace. So how can you dictate to us what's good for us? You'd just as soon have us disappear. And it's it's really obnoxious and disturbing that we are so diminished by this whole plan when you have other locations easily. And I don't think the school needs five courts. I think the fifth court is a red herring because if they have four courts, they fit in all the other locations. That's all I have to say. Thank
2: you.
0: Thank you. Next, I have Carol Sorensen.
3: Uh, I'm Carol Sorensen. I live on Hydra Terrace. And I am very concerned about Woodland's proposal of building five tennis courts. Um, first and foremost, primary is the nuisance factor, specifically noise and proximity. Using five courts at the same time amounts to 10 or 20 people running and grunting essentially in the neighbors' backyards for a good part of the school day. Also, they expect to have IHSA matches on their home courts. Where are the spectators to be located and how much noise and traffic will that generate? The proposed courts are too close to the backyards. If you could come and see the marker for the proposed courts, it looks like you could reach out and shake hands. The proposal states a 25-foot setback from the neighbor's properties. This is only about the length of one-and-a-half parking spaces. It would be like having a jumbotron in your backyard set on sports going all day that you couldn't turn off this would definitely destroy the quiet enjoyment of one's property. The landscape buffer would have to be much higher and deeper than what is proposed. The existing so-called sparse buffer is actually quite a substantial thicket of good sized trees and bushes. Replacing them with the proposed small evergreens uh, bushes, which not like the open lands buffer that was shown, would be woefully inadequate to buffer the noise and the view. It would be like having noisy neighbors having a party in your backyard all the time. Improved parking sounds nice, except that more parking equals more cars, more traffic, and more people all going up and down too close to the neighbor's backyards. The second issue is property values. There would be an inevitable property value decline in that Some buyers may simply not offer on a house with tennis courts in the backyard, and if they do, they may offer a lower price. It's highly inappropriate that Woodlands Academy, which pays no property taxes, should impair the enjoyment and value of properties for which homeowners pay a premium price and substantial property taxes. Woodlands Academy has about 120 students. They don't need five tennis courts for that number of students and they certainly don't need them all in a row they have alternate sites for the courts on their property the homeowners have no alternative woodlands has admitted they intend to rent out the multi-use courts for revenue this would also increase the usage of the courts and the nuisance to the homeowners so again it is highly inappropriate for woodlands to impinge on the homeowners enjoyment and value of their property to install structures to produce revenue that Woodlands does not pay taxes on. So I urge you to seriously consider these objections to the expansion of the tennis courts at Woodlands Academy. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Next I have Marlena Parr. Will be followed by Ralph Elward.
4: Okay, I live at 711 Highview Terrace, and the highway uh, is right, or the road that goes to the turnaround is right behind my house. And it, according to their flags, they are moving it closer to our property line than what it is now. So, and it's a one-way street, so it's really not going to help traffic flow in anything except turning around because they still have to wait to go back and forth each direction. So I think we residents of Highview Terrace have all made it quite clear that this backyard project cannot meet the requirements of City Code 159.045. They have been busing students to 10 other tennis courts and have not been using their tennis courts for tennis in the last few years, so there will definitely be a substantial increase in traffic, noise, and pollution if five courts are installed and after construction is completed, when they start renting out the courts to outside organizations every day, could bring in 50 to 100 spectators or more, and participants from other areas are not appreciative of our quiet way of life in this neighborhood. I've had blaring, trucks blaring music all over, waking me up at 9.30, at, well not waking me up, I was watching TV and the windows were closed, and I could hear it while I was watching TV. So. They're not, they're not careful, you know. Kids like to play music, loud music, so that could be a problem. But more likely than not, our property values will be negatively affected and then it'll be too late and taxpaying homeowners will be losing on their investments and in quality of life. No other tennis court in Lake Forest is closer than 45 to 90 feet from other residential property lines. This proposal will set a precedent by letting commercial interests encroach upon residential neighborhoods This is not Chicago or other suburbs. Let us keep Lake Forest special and unique by adhering to the rules and regulations set out to protect taxpaying homeowners. That is why we live in Lake Forest. According to Woodland's proposed conditions of the amendment, uh, what they are saying is that all traffic will take place from 7 to 10 p.m., the prime time when we want to enjoy our backyards. A lot of this has been, I've cut out a lot of stuff because it's been hit on by other people. But anyway, when we look at their use schedule with their 122 students, their, um, Lake Forest College and Lake Forest <coughs> High School have hundreds of students and only have four courts. So why does Woodlands need five? That's why we are objecting. The extra commercial use of these tennis courts will have a detrimental impact on our comfort, safety, property values and because of the noise and constant parade of vehicles within five feet of some of our backyards. Noise pollution will be increased exponentially as per the expert noise presentation on March 28th to the Zoning Commission. If Woodlands was looking at this project from a truly Christian viewpoint on being a good neighbor and doing no harm, Woodlands would use one of their alternate sites and not put a racetrack in our backyards during our prime seasons for outdoor use. For their testimony on March 28th, four courts seem to be the logical number of courts needed, actually probably overkill, since this dated the fifth court is only for warm-ups. Eliminating one court would decrease costs for the alternate location problems for Woodlands as well as their aesthetic concerns and ours. We taxpaying neighbors to the north are the only ones affected and do not have a choice in this matter. Woodlands Academy is not a taxpayer for Lake Forest and should not be allowed to disrupt and impair taxpaying residents' properties. Most of the people that stood up and, and promoted, uh, backed up Woodlands projects in the past are not people that are affected by this. They don't either don't live in Lake Forest or they don't live in our neighborhood. As of, I don't know how many others in this room, I, you know it's the same thing. We are the ones affected We don't have an alternate location for our less than an acre property. Woodlands has over 40 acres with four alternate locations which they could choose to use, especially if they decrease the number of courts to four and not five, saving them dollars and costs. These alternate locations would not affect our properties. We are angry that Woodlands a non taxpayer is not willing to be a good neighbor and keep their sports complex requirements to the front of their property where it belongs and where the community expects it to be as it already is on other courts. What we do know is that this project- Excuse proje- me, could you
0: wrap up your comments, please?
4: Yes, I'm on my last sentence. What we do know is that this project will be injurious to the use and enjoyment of our property and will be detrimental and endanger the health, safety, comfort, and general welfare of our neighborhood. Please support taxpayers and vote no on this commercial project in our backyard.
0: Thank you. Ralph Elward, please.
5: Thank you, Mr. Mayor. My name is Ralph Elward. I live at 748 Waveland. Um, I was on the board at Woodlands Academy for many, many years uh, and served as board chair there as well. In fact, the last time that Woodlands moved to amend the special use permit, uh, I represented both the donors at that time that were giving the property to Woodlands and Woodlands Academy going through this process. With you folks or at least some of the same faces and at least one of the same voices that I can hear. Uh, But we worked that whole process and got it to the point where things seemed really good. Let me give you context. Ms. Zerniak did a tremendous job of going through the issues. You know what you have to decide and how you're going to vote on it. But the context I want to give you is to start, first of all, with women's sports. I'm going to tell you that when my mother played high school basketball in the 1940s, there's a little bit of a hint in terms of age, um, the young women who were playing high school basketball could only play half court, they had to wear skirts, and they couldn't take more than three steps. That's not the way women's sports is anymore. The way we look at women's sports now is they are highly competitive. And we have to be highly competitive as a school to attract that kind of talent. That's one of the reasons why we're trying to upgrade our sports facilities all the way around. We recognized this 10 years ago. We recognized that the best place for the tennis courts is the same place they've been for 50 years, that we need five. Now, I've heard some comments both tonight and at the Zoning Board of Appeals that because Woodlands is a small school, it doesn't need all that many courts. Well that's not how it works. This isn't a mathematical ratio of enrollment to tennis courts. You have to look at the sport being played and what's necessary to be competitive in that sport. That takes five tennis courts. That way we can have all the young women playing all the matches in one place together. And that works pretty well for women's sports. That's one of the reasons why we really want to support this project. We've worked a long time to get the money together so the Woodlands could do this. They now have it, and we want to have them do it. So I'm gonna fully support this. I ask for your support as well. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Uh,
0: cool. Catherine Dorman.
6: Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I'm Catherine Dorman. My ho- <laughs> My husband, Edward Pacwa, and I live at 730 Highview Terrace. Um, We've been in our house 42 years, raised our family there. Um, I know this neighborhood very well. I'm on the north side of the street. I'm not directly impacted by this, but I'm here in support of my neighbors on the south side of the street. I was initially neutral on this project. I went to the... Evening that Woodland provided with the neighbors, I went to the first Zoning Board of Appeal. I didn't really say anything, just listened at those times. Um, I've come to be against this project. So I want you just to think a little bit about the distances we're talking about here. 10 feet, 20 feet, 25 feet. That's all contained in a room this size. And none of us would want a road 10 feet from our back doors or 20 feet from our back doors. Um, it's too close to the neighbors' um, homes and yards. So we're in. A, this is a very quiet neighborhood, I have to tell you. Once in a while you hear the train going by and that's about it. And we're respectful <coughs> on our small, long, narrow, not lots. Um, we're respectful of each other's Privacy and of each other's quiet. This brings extra noise to the neighborhood It brings car lights into people's houses in the in the dusk There's pollution from cars and buses and trucks starting and stopping. It's very hard to enforce a no idling rule especially from people coming from outside your own community woodlands families would do this because they're good citizens of woodland You have people coming in who are going to ignore that idling. Um, My feeling is that the quality of life for the residents and possibly the health of the residents is impacted by this project. The other thing we haven't talked enough about and is the environmental impact of this project. This area where the tennis courts are, I always called the land of wet shoes because it's always wet, that's where the water's going. And so now we're putting extra impermeable surface in the form of quartz and we're paving a road. Um, I haven't heard enough about where's that water going, how's the engineering going to happen, what's the impact on the ravines on that property. I don't know what rules the city has about this about um, how water is directed into ravines, but this really hasn't been addressed, as far as I can tell. It surprises me that Woodlands pushes ahead with this project in this corner, knowing its impact on the neighbors. I encourage you to vote against this. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much to speak. I could be wrong, on there, that, but I think I, we yeah, ran out of form. Are so. there others who would like to speak? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, okay, well, just come on up and introduce yourself, please. And just let us know your name and address, please.
7: Hi, my name's Bridget Doheny, my address is 815 Barberry Lane. We've been residents of Lake Forest since 2010, and I happen to have a daughter who also attended Woodlands. She's a 2020 graduate. A couple of points I wanna make, I think, is first on the road, There already is traffic back there. This is actually an improvement to the aesthetic of what's behind Woodlands. So I think that's first and foremost. It is actually an improvement to the neighborhood. It is not a detriment in any way, shape, or form. Secondly, as far as the courts, Woodlands has 122 girls. They have a tennis team. In the other schools that have tennis teams, there's five courts. The girls need to be able to complete their matches before the sun goes down. Um, So having those courts right there on campus allows that to happen. I think for those of you who don't know a lot about tennis, it's a quiet sport. It's a silent sideline. There is no profanity, there is no yelling during a tennis match. If you've ever seen Wimbledon or any of the other um, Grand Slam tournaments, it's silent. It is not a baseball game, it is not a basketball game. So they've, they've already had the tennis courts there, it is a silent sport. It's played during the daylight hours as far as the camps these are smaller children that are there if they're there Um, it's just an option for the school to have that and again they're during daylight hours and no child is going to camp before 8 a.m. and typically they're done by dinner time so I think it's a great improvement to our community it's a wonderful mighty school it's an asset to Lake Forest and I encourage you to vote yes for the project
0: thank you did we miss anybody else Yes, ma'am.
7: Good evening, members of the council. Mr. Mayor, my name is Elizabeth Sperry, and I thought it would be helpful if I could demonstrate. Tell us your address as well, please. 754 High View. I'm immediately impacted by this.
0: Uh, please, please sit down. No. We please wanted to, sit down.
7: We wanted to show you 25 feet and this 10 is, this feet. This is
0: unacceptable.
7: Why is this, this unacceptable, is unacceptable, Mr. Mayor?
0: We have public comment. We one person speaks at a time. We don't have demonstrations.
7: Thank you, Mr. Mayor.
0: Anybody else that would like to speak? Okay. Hearing none. Uh, I will turn it back to the council for questions and comment. Alderman Weber.
8: Thank you, Mayor. I had the pleasure of visiting the site. I went out and was contacted by a neighbor. And I have a couple of couple of thoughts on this. First is, I think it's so important to, in, in this position that we are as aldermen and women, to go out and hear out our residents' concerns. So first and foremost, I went out of my way and made sure that I had an opportunity to walk the site, as well as go through all of the ZBA comments, meeting, uh, reviewed all of the packet information, and I certainly appreciate all of the comments tonight from everyone who's gotten up to speak. Any time that you go from a property that has uh, no change and then change is always a challenge. I had a neighbor myself who moved in and wanted to put up a fence right on the property line, and in our neighborhood over in Lasker States, it's almost like a no-fence rule, so it was quite shocking that they did that the fence is 10 feet off the property line. So I'm very, very familiar with where that fence stands. On one hand, it eliminated a lot of concern that we had about neighbors kind of seeing over the line. So we'll call it an improvement. I think the noise is a concern to some extent. I think it's important that we have some sort of regulation in terms of music that's being played, perhaps outside of some certain hours. We have regulations for lawn equipment, and particularly on weekends, we look at gas-powered leaf blowers. So maybe that's something that should be just further explored. But I think change is inevitable, and I, as a female athlete, did not attend Woodlands Academy because it didn't have enough sports for me. And if Woodlands is making a conscious effort to try to increase their competitiveness, I can support that. But I also support the neighbors. Because I think having an area of property that's been just open, not used, there's always gonna be concern about how that's being used in a very friendly manner. I think the ZBA did a nice job reviewing all of that. I think in an ideal world, sure it would be great if Woodlands could afford to do a massive sports complex with things further away from the neighbors. But certainly looking at the fiscal uh, requirements for that that perhaps this project isn't one that they can afford to do that and I respect that as well in the end I think that working together is really important and I think that keeping the screening on that property line big thick lush is very important to me to keep the neighbors privacy as best we can thank you
0: a lot of notes uh,
9: first I want to commend the Director Cerniak and Women's Academy Uh, for all the efforts you've undertaken to really try and meet the neighbors' concerns, albeit they might not feel that the efforts went far enough. Uh, But I do think that, to reiterate Alderman Weber's comments, it can be done well and and conscientiously of uh, preserving the neighbors' tranquility. one thing that did come to my mind as we we're sitting here uh, is pickleball is a relatively new concept north of Florida, but it is a loud sport, and uh, I couldn't agree more that tennis is probably next to golf one of the quietest sports. But pickleball, contrary, is can be kind of loud. So that might be something that we. I know it might sound silly, but you hear that whiffle ball bouncing around on a hard court, and it could probably drive the neighbors mad hearing that bouncing around all day. So that's one that I would ask uh, the uh, the city to go back and, and reconsider
10: uh, tightening up
9: maybe some of those noise provisions to, to really make sure they're as tight as possible. Alderman Morris.
0: Uh,
11: thank you. Um, you know, for 40-something years, I lived about two houses away from the winter club. And if you've been over there, they have um, paddle tennis with lights that are used primarily in the wintertime. They have a hockey rink with pretty loud um, uh, uh. hockey games going till 8 or 9 at night with uh, accompanying lights that, that light up the hockey rink. Uh, there's a loudspeaker system. Uh, they run a summer camp in, in the in the summer for about 100 Children, they have hockey tournaments throughout the winter. Um, but I've learned that it's actually an asset for the community. As I look at what the ZBA has done, I think they've made a, a pretty darn good effort to accommodate both sides of the of the equation here. So I think having walked around, read all their material, I think they've done a good job.
0: So Thank you. Yeah. Alderman Presley
10: like to echo those comments. You know, I think the goal in our community development process is, is to really do take a, a balanced approach. Uh, I was on our HPC uh, for six years, and I chaired it one year. And um, an old colleague that you know, was just helping me get acclimated to it is you want to make sure all the voices are heard and that the process plays out. And when you're on the board and commission, you know, you, they work really hard to make sure that happens. And Kathy does a great <coughs> job to architect that process. And um, you wanna take a balanced approach and you wanna make sure that all those voices are heard and not everybody is gonna get 100% of what they want, but is the process um, open? Is there uh, a balance between the neighbors and the current use and the property owners and the neighborhood and the character of our town? And uh, if there's sacrifices on both and the process is architected well, which I do think happened in this case, uh, I, I really commend the ZBA and all the volunteers on our boards and commissions to go through these processes. And um, as aldermen, we're really not here to design the projects. We're, we're really here to oversee the process and to see if there's anything that, that was imbalanced and then maybe take action. So I'm comfortable that this process was executed well and uh, and that this project will be done respectfully for the neighbors and that'll be a, a two-way dialogue to address any screening or noise issues as they arise so i'm in support of the proposal
0: thank you alderman rummel would you like to say anything
10: no you want to say anything
12: yeah can you hear me yes um i'm listening to my fellow alderman and uh you know this is in war two i um i've been hearing from the neighbors i'm sympathetic To their enjoy their quiet enjoyment of their properties. On the other hand, uh, I actually went to part of grammar school at Woodlands Academy, and I do appreciate what a valued asset Woodlands is to our community. And um, and I'm also an advocate of of all girls education in um, certain respects. And I. Uh, took a, a little side trip to Lake Forest Academy recently to see their incredible new athletic facilities. I think they have six tennis courts there for a population of boys that's in the low 200s. Boys and girls, I guess, now, that's in the low two. Absolutely, they have girls there, too, in the low 200s. Um, so I think in order to survive in this competitive environment uh, these schools have to have athletic facilities that um, that meet their needs and um, I think that the ZBA did do a good job looking at alternative sites I think the staff looked at alternative sites and they just didn't work I've heard from a number of tennis professionals who say you have to have Five courts even to do these um, these matches that they're doing. Uh, the thought of having the JV team up, up uh, above uh, near the baseball diamond and the, and the uh, varsity team down below, I, I don't think that works unless you have two uh, separate coaching staffs or something. Um, so I think that our emphasis, and, and that's where I geared my questions, and that's why I asked Kathy to show that screening. Um, this is close to those neighbors. Uh, there's no question about it. And, and, and that road, although it is an existing road, um, so they've had traffic there. But, well, I mean, it's within 10 feet of some of those backyards. So I just really think that Woodlands has to be conscious of being an incredibly respectful neighbor. Um, and I encourage them to get rid of the buckthorn and put in plantings that will grow as rapidly as possible to screen the backyards. Um, I like the no idling policy. Uh, you are eliminating the backup beepers from those buses. The fact that there aren't any giant buses that will be allowed back there. I mean, I hope that the coaches and the staff will be very conscious of enforcing those rules. And and I know that's asking a lot, um, but uh, but I think that they, uh, I hope that they will be responsible in that regard. I wouldn't mind having some sort of time restriction. So that the neighbors are assured that they have peaceful enjoyment of their property after a certain hour in the evening, so they can sit in their backyards, um, you know, and possibly something uh, on the weekends, um, you know. And, and with Alderman Notes, I have no idea. Someone tried to get me to play pickleball once, and I'm not a tennis or pickleball player, so I I didn't know that pickleball tends to be noisy. Um, so. You know, I would I would entertain uh, some time limits uh, within reason for those camps. Um, otherwise, you know, the girls' season I think is pretty short, and I don't think they're going to be playing because they don't have lights. They're not going to be playing late into the evening. So, I just um, I think we've done what we can do with this, and it it. Um, um, and, I, and I, I take my hat off to the staff and to the ZBA, who I really think looked at this proposal from all aspects. And um, so you know, it, it tears me apart. I have sympathies both ways. Um, so, um, so those are my comments. I don't know if you want to send it back to ZBA to look at time and pickleball things. I, I mean, that's up to you. I'd, I'd leave that to my my fellow alderman to to
0: decide. Thank you.
13: Thank
0: you. Alderman Karas.
13: Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I would like to add a couple of comments and then I have a question. Uh, so I'm a former college tennis player, so I, I looked at this, this was was really sort of complex um, decision that, that has come before us for a couple of reasons. I live in this neighborhood, I'm right between the college and South Park, so um, we've lived in our home for 20 years. Um, we hear a lot of um, games, the football games, now the lacrosse games, um, which are much noisier sports than tennis, um, and, and then there's lots of baseball that happens at South Park, and, and you can hear a lot of kids at the, the new playground, which you know, has never really affected us. And uh, the time that we've been there, the really, uh, the most offensive experience that we've had has not been in recent years, but when uh, the college, there used to be a lot of college kids that lived in rental units very close to us and used to go from those homes at, I mean, literally all hours of the night. Um, I mean, I can't even really speak to what would come out of their mouths. And we even lost a fence at one point, so. So I'm 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 keenly aware of, of of how difficult it can be to be in close proximity to a, a college, um, you know, with with college kids, and then, and then near a park. Um, and I understand as as again a tennis player that five courts are necessary. I you know was wondering if, if four courts would be possible, but I I, I realize that um, you know when you do host a match, um, you usually have. Um, Maybe you know two singles games or matches going on, and and, and three doubles matches going on simultaneously. Um, so you know I'm a huge proponent of women in athletics. Uh, so so you know that you know I really considered that as well. And you know again this is my neighborhood, and I, I do think that this um, you know the the where the, the existing courts are and where the proposed courts are going um, is is extremely close. Um, you know I've looked at it. I've been back there a number of times. Um, so I, I'm, I'm comfortable um, with with this as as long as you know we can maybe. i mean, again, I don't know how to do this, but I, I'd like to know if it's possible to approve it with amended conditions because I do think that we have to the pickleball. I think is something that uh, needs to give more be given more thoughtful consideration and the buffer with, um, you know, the depth of the landscaping in a manner that is going to mitigate the sound and um, you know the best possible way is. Is, is really really important for um, I think for the compromise to, to feel like it is in fact a compromise um, so those are so that's my question and my comments mr. mayor
0: uh, well if you wanted to make a motion that included additional conditions you could do that and then we could vote on that
6: Dad, would
0: you like to or we could leave it to the good judgment of future people and the good neighborliness of future people to you know if if some of this turns out not to work it will certainly come to our attention it'll come to kathy's attention and it's a special use permit so if it can can be brought back uh for reconsideration if if an issue evolves
10: i mean i think the primary use is tennis it's pretty clear that that's what the courts are for I um, mean, I don't know that we want to get into to that much detail. I have a lot of faith in the in the city staff to you know to regulate it. I, I have a property on uh, on Knollwood, and, and we bought it in '06, and there was small program of skeet shooting, and uh, you know shotguns in the, uh, probably within a hundred yards, very loud. And Kathy's done a great job of addressing the concerns as they've grown the program, but. You know, I bought the house, and they had skeet shooting there, and I don't like it. If I if I wasn't an alderman, I would want to sympathize 100% with the adjacent property owners because that's what I would do, and that's what I do at Nollwood when my wife and I talk about it. But that's not our that's not our mandate. We sign up for this to take a balanced approach around how to adjudicate these things fairly, and we want to honor the process that the ZBA goes through and not micromanage and try to put in uh, you know, details that, that I think can be captured with the spirit of our community and our community development process. So I have 100% faith in Kathy and Woodlands and the neighbors to figure this out. And I don't think pickleball's starting out of the gate. So I think we just, let's just kind of, I, I just move that we approve this recommendation and go from there.
2: Do I have a second?
0: Okay. Mayor, if uh, yeah. Alderman Bushman and I could make a few comments.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> didn't. Great. Um, Thank you, and I well, want to. Can I ask, motion ask motion? a question? Yeah, I, well, I, I need is. to know about so, procedure. Well, a, after the I second motion, if we're going to get specific with yep. parliamentary yep. procedure, there's a motion, and it's seconded, and that's when discussion formally begins. Mm. So if on we motion. want to adhere to okay, so there's a motion parliamentary, parliamentary Florida procedure, Florida that's approved. the process, correct? So, I'm sorry. Mayor. There's a
0: motion on the. Just let me let me just paraphrase that for everybody. So there's a motion on the floor. It's been seconded. There is now uh, an opportunity for continued discussion.
14: we have clarification what the motion is uh, saying? To approve the recommendation
10: as, as, from the ZBA. As yeah,
11: as yeah.
0: waive first reading and grant final approval of an ordinance amending a special use permit for Woodlands Academy of the Sacred Heart, subject to the conditions as recommended by the Zoning Board of Appeals and as detailed in the ordinance.
10: So moved.
0: Okay, that's been moved and seconded. Yeah, and
2: it's been seconded, so we can finish up our comments quickly. I think a lot has been said already, Um, and I do want to thank everybody for their input. Um, This is not an easy process, and often when we get into land use issues, there's a lot of passion behind it. Um, And the reality of it is, is that's what our boards and commissions are for. The city council charges them to do their due diligence and sort through all of the facts, that are there. Um, I myself, I have, I have two perspectives on this, quite honestly. I'm, I'm a father of collegiate tennis players, and I, I do understand the needs that the school has to advance their program, and I'm very sympathetic to that. Um, it, it's an important part of, I think, any individual's development to be able to have that opportunity, and I acknowledge it. and. I applaud your willingness to put that type of a, an effort forward, and on the other hand, um, I do want to acknowledge the concerns that the neighbors do have. I think they're they're very real, tangible issues that are that have been brought forward, and and one in particular, um, I declined to walk the property. Uh, I don't want to. Get too far down into the weeds. I think that that's what our boards and commissions are for, and I think we have to put faith in in the process. The reality of it is, is as as we have it, there's no ideal solution. There there really isn't. Um, and then to Alderman Preschlack's point, I I have to take a step back and think. All right, we're on council now. We have to take a thirty thousand foot view, and um, and I'm going to be very honest. Uh, I have vacillated on this, but when I go back to our original charge as to what we're supposed to do as aldermen, I'm gonna say that I don't like it, but I am still gonna vote in favor of it. Um, I think that's what I'm supposed to do as an alderman to disseminate those facts, and then to Jim's perspective or his point, I'm gonna put some faith in, uh, and it's well-deserved city staff, and I know city staff is going to monitor this. And I'm also going to put faith in um, Woodlands <coughs> Academy. Uh, I I hope that they're going to be good neighbors. I think they are good neighbors. Um, there's just not a, a great solution here, but the one option that I know is not an option is to do nothing. Um, and so therefore, it will be my intention to vote in support of this, acknowledging that it's it's not a perfect solution, but. I don't think there is a perfect solution. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you for indulging me.
0: Won't I- give me a second. I'd like Kathy to speak briefly on the special use permit and the process for um, handling difficulties that arise under special use permits.
15: Sure. A, a couple thoughts. First, I'll I'll answer your question in a minute. But um, before I do that where we have run into problems with special use permits is is if the conditions are too restrictive because we all know that um things change processes or activities evolve facilities evolve institutions evolve so there's that balance between um, allowing enough flexibility for uh, the neighbors the institution and staff to work together but mr mayor as as you noted this is a special use permit and it can be reopened at any time, either at the request of the petitioner or if an objection is filed um, and not resolved um, by other parties. We always work, and and certainly we do from time to time with special uses, cure objections. We certainly went through a number of issues with the college. Uh, We seem to have addressed those for now, Um, but we, the first thing we do when we get a complaint is try and work cooperatively with all parties to resolve it. But a special use permit can be reintroduced to the Zoning Board of Appeals if, if we find that something new is happening and the conditions don't satisfactorily address it.
0: So, for example, Elowah Farm, I think, is the most recent and clearest example of that, where we've completely restructured our entire relationship with them around changes to the special use permit mm-hmm. because the uses that they were uh, you know undertaking on the site <laughs> were objectionable to the neighbors and there were legitimate objections and it wasn't getting fixed
15: correct and and even presently Elowah Farm is back before the Zoning Board of Appeals uh, they have a minor project that they wanted to move forward because of neighbor concerns interest we did move it forward to the Zoning Board of Appeals although Perhaps a, a different interpretation could be made, but we always err on the side of being cautious.
0: Thank you, uh, Alderman Bushman. Sorry to uh, make you wait.
14: No no problem. Uh, uh, much of what I've said has already been said, uh, but I do want to emphasize one point, uh, and again, it's uh, Kathy in your presentation to advise us you know, what's happened in a in a format that gives us an understanding of the whole process. Uh, very much appreciated and uh, uh, it is a difficult question. But the one comment I do want to add, and it somewhat goes to your point, Mr. Mayor, uh, it's a special use permit. It's things that we don't know how it's all gonna be handled going forward, whether it's uh, pickleball or something else. Uh, And it reminds me of early on, we had the gentleman from Great Lakes give us his card, say he's the back door. I would encourage woodlands to uh, identify a person to the community that they can reach out and communicate concerns whether it's time noise, traffic if, if those things uh, occur uh, because that's the best way to resolve if, where if you have a neighbor neighbor dispute, if the two neighbors can get together and resolve it that's that's a win-win uh, so if I would encourage you know a line of communication be developed, Uh, And one other comment on the landscaping. Uh, I did look at the ordinance and uh, it seems to provide good comfort here that it's gonna be something that the city controls with semi-annual inspections, uh, input over a three year period, what's needed, what's not needed to provide the best screening, the best buffer. So I, I think we do see some protections there.
0: Thank you. Any other comments? Okay, well, I'd call for a roll call vote, please, on the motion that's on the table.
4: Alderman Karras. Aye.
1: Alderman Rummel. Oh, Melanie. Aye. Notes. Aye.
3: Alderman Preschlek.
10: Aye.
3: Alderman Gashgarian. Aye. Alderman Bushman.
2: Aye.
1: Alderman Weber. Aye. Alderman Morris. Aye. Eight yay, zero nay. Motion carries.
0: Thank you. And thanks to everybody for your consideration, your energetic input. And uh, you heard a lot of things here tonight that I think should give you some comfort as neighbors that you'll have avenues to deal with any problems that occur. Too many Uh, The next item on the agenda is additional items for discussion or other comments by city council members. Do we have any additional comments by council members? Uh, Hearing none, I would entertain a motion to adjourn. Seconded. All in favor.